Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you as always from Roswell, Georgia. Our goal of our podcast is to bring guests and topics to you that will empower you to grow your business and grow your confidence and take it to the next level. Today, my guest is Jasmine Mitchell. And let me tell you about Jasmine. Jasmine Mitchell is a Michigan-based pastry chef. I'm so excited. I love, <laughs> I love pastries. Whose viral desserts are leading at home bakers to confidently make tasty and beautiful treats to learn how to bake desserts that are the life of the party. Follow her on Instagram and we'll share that Instagram link with you shortly. Our theme for today is desserts, the happiness factor. <laughs> oh. And just to be in time for the holidays, who doesn't want to know more about desserts? Please welcome Jasmine Mitchell. Jasmine. Hello. Hi. This so, is so, so happy to have you. I just love desserts. You know, I love to bake, I love to cook, and I love to eat. <laughs> that part. And, <laughs> so yesterday I made um, homemade turkey noodle soup with my homemade noodles and um, had to take pictures of it to send home to Pittsburgh to my family to let them know what they will have whenever um, I get home. Cause that's what I do when I go home. I cook, I bake, I do everything so that my sister-in-law and my mother don't have to do that. But um, I'm sure that the audience will enjoy uh, what we talk about today and want to get in touch with you and definitely check out that Instagram site. As always, I start out with a very easy question and it's okay. just to tell everybody where you live. Where, where do you call home? Um, I live in Belleville, Michigan. I'm actually born and raised from Miami, Florida. And oh. here. <laughs> oh, you went the wrong way, girl. <laughs> it was all for love. I bet you it was. <laughs> And I'm still getting used to the snow. So let's just oh, let's confirm that right bless now. It's been you. Nine years and I'm still getting used to it. Bless but you. Belleville, Michigan. I remember the first time that I visited Michigan for work and it was not winter uh, yet. It was early, like November or something. And there um, we were going in this remote area to uh, one of the locations and there were lines on the building. And I said, what are those lines for? And the lines were like above the door. And they said, that's the snow line. <laughs> Michigan, love you, but never going to live here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, when I, when I moved and realized winter went on for a good 
five months, I immediately, I'm not going to say I regret it because, you know, I'm here with my husband and family, mm. but I was like, this makes no sense. And I'm just going to have to write it out and I'm still not used to it. So, well, but you do have the ability to leave <laughs> and yes. And visit the warm climates whenever it gets yes, well back. Yes, and travel. We travel yes. at least like three or four times a year, so it's always good. Yeah. And, you know, I do like snow sports. I just, it's one of those things. And, and from Pittsburgh, you know, we had the long winters as well. But, uh, you know, I like to be able to do that snow sport and then leave and not have to worry about, do I have to spend a half an hour right. more in the morning shoveling right. snow off my car or the right. driveway? That's the worst part. And I just honestly speaking side note I never wear coats and everybody's always like why don't you wear coats I hate the having to take it on put it off <laughs> in the car it's, it's just too much it's too much so I blast the heat in the car and then I run out and then I run back in like whatever I have to do <laughs> it's, I'll it's, tell you yeah. though I, now from being in Georgia longer than I was in Pittsburgh your blood thins and you definitely need that coat right all right <laughs> Let's get into what the people want to hear. And that is talking about what you do for a living. Yes. So tell them about yourself and your journey that took you to become a baker. So funny story. One day I decided to bake a cake. It, when I tell you, just it just came to my mind. <laughs> and my aunt gave me a 7-Up cake. I made it. Complete disaster. It was the ugliest cake I've ever seen in my life. Um, we were talking about, <laughs> nailed it. Um, and I'm just the overachiever that I am. Um, I was like, I have to perfect this. It has to be better. Um, it was because when I was decorating it, I poured chocolate on it and it just got hard. And I was like, this isn't like the shows. Like, wh why is it doing this? And I'm like, okay, I have to figure this out. The cake was delicious though. But oh, the, the appearance was terrible. And after that, I just started practicing and I did my daughter's first birthday. I did the whole dessert table and my friends and family was like, oh, can I order it? And mm -hmm. I was like, you know, this is box cake, right? And they were like, yeah, but I want it. Completely, it started from there. Word got out of just like the creation, the decoration. Mm -hmm of what it was and people started paying me for it. And I was like, okay, people are paying me for a hobby. Okay, this may be a good thing now. <laughs> um, and then I started venturing into learning like about the ingredients mm -hmm. and learning about the cake because at the beginning it was definitely more so the creative part of it that I right, liked. Right. Um, but once I kind of got that down, you know, you're always learning when you're creating. Um, that's when I got the ingredients in the baking. And th now that's, I think, my favorite part because that's the taste testing part, right? That absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So to, to kind of tie this to confidence, leadership, and um, being, you know, that entrepreneur, to bake, you really, you, you talked about the creativity that you need, mm -hmm. the uh, understanding that you will have trial and error, and you don't Absolutely. stop just because you failed, <laughs> just because your chocolate was running, you know, you keep going. So that's just like an entrepreneur, you're, you're learning as you go. So you then invest in 
your education, obviously. And then when you do hit that small win, that one cake or cupcake that looks so awesome, tastes so good, you're so proud that you want to share. And so, and that's just like leadership is and, and confidence and, and such a great example. So that's why this podcast has Jasmine on, <laughs> not only to talk about what a wonderful business owner she is, but also to tie it to being a leader. Yes. Huh. Huh. Yeah, I bet you didn't expect that when you signed up. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> all right. So next question is, what is the commonly held belief about your role and why you passionately disagree with it? <laughs> that we make a whole bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? You don't have a wing to your house now for your baking? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'm in my kitchen. Um, and I also work out of a commercial kitchen, but it's definitely a passion thing. Um, the road of entrepreneurship, like you were saying, um, entrepreneurship, you're at the beginning by yourself. And so you're kind of piggybacking, motivating yourself or your family members and motivating you to keep forward. So you really have to be that leader for yourself and being that you don't get, it's a lot of hours in it and learning and practicing, it's legit a passion, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it comes afterwards, right? So the podcast is about leadership and entrepreneurship and, you know, that aspect. And so it's like um, levels of a cake, right? You mm -hmm. have your three tier cake and you have the biggest at the bottom and then right here and then it gets smaller because you have a whole plate of stuff mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, I have to balance something else on top of me, right? And then something else on top of that. But then when it's all constructed and molded together and organized, it comes something fantastic. Yeah. And that's when it, like, you know, baking, like the money has nothing to do with it. Like I mm -hmm. love to joke around. Um, it's, uh, we do make money after like learning and getting everything done, but it's definitely like a mindset of the passion and the focus of what you want to do um, and how you're going to do it and organizing yourself. And the thing too is like any skill that we have at a certain point, the student becomes the master and, and the master, it's your almost obligation to teach. And Absolutely. so, you know, for you, as you get to grow it in notoriety, then there are courses and things that you can do to teach others. And that's where you also can have a revenue stream. So Absolutely. Win-win for you. <laughs> right. I have people ask me about it now and I'm like, wait, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I did like a little class here um, in Michigan just for um, my church and um, for, the, for the youth. And mm -hmm. that was fun, but I was like, okay, I'll keep it here until I get comfortable with it, you know, and keep going. But like you said, you know, the master has to come mm -hmm. before, you know, so I'm, I'm and, looking forward to it. And you also, at a certain point, just like the entrepreneurs have to realize, oh my goodness, I need a VA. So you will have to, at some point say, I, you know, I have 50 cakes to bake. There's only one of me. I want a life. So I'm going to have to bring on somebody. 
Absolutely. And sometimes 100%. that's hard, you know, that's hard because can they make it as good as me? Well, that's where the mastery comes in and how, how good of a teacher are you? Right, right. And all those things go in your mind. Okay, <laughs> do I have time to teach them? Can I carve out time? No, I'll just do it myself. No, they're going, they're not going fast enough. They're going too fast. They're not having the same passion as me, you know, and we do that in just leadership in general, like, yeah. okay, how can I navigate this? What should I do? what should I do? How should I do it? Um, and when it comes to baking or just anything, entrepreneur, leadership in life, you have to organize yourself and have yeah. a strategic plan of, okay, <laughs> like this is what I want to do. And let's start from priority and work our way down of how we're going to make this execute. So it is following yeah. the recipe. You can't put the icing on before <laughs> the cake is baked, right? Yes. Yes. 100 yeah I, see I told y'all I could tie this together <laughs> you're tying it you're it tying it and I love baking it baking extraordinaire all right so when you create you create these baking uh, videos and they go viral you know how how do you handle that I mean it, it people assume that you've got this whole organization behind you uh, and it's just one or two of you, uh, you know, and so there is a struggle there, I'm sure. Right. So you're, yay, it hit a million. Oh God. It hit a million. It's like, Oh, listen, <laughs> when my cake was going viral, I was actually on vacation and I, my phone was just going off, but like, you know, I had it on silent, but I could just see it go, boop, boop, boop. Yes. Like, what is going on? And I looked at my phone. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And my dad was like, what happened? And everybody's like, what's happening? My brothers, my husband. And I'm like, I'm literally at like 400,000, you know, on this. And I'll be honest with you. I just, made a video really quick and just posted it and when you were saying about you know social media and stuff the videos that I took my time on and thought I was making a cinemark masterpiece <laughs> have only gotten like a I told life. you I told you and when I was just like oh let me just I need to post something today blah 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 blah, blah. And it goes and hits like 3 million. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. um, but when it comes to social media, and like you said, um, right now it's, I am a one man army. Like I, I do have like people that come in to help me whenever I need to. But other than that, it's me, mm -hmm. you know, I'm the social media manager. I'm the photographer. I'm the videographer. <laughs> I'm the marketing director. I'm, you know, the sealer. Like if, it's it's me so um always organization um i at the beginning social media and it's not the beginning it's still now and i'm just being very honest and transparent the more time you spend on social media the more social media media makes you feel that you have to be more than what you are mm -hmm. um and make you feel like you're not where you're supposed to be mm -hmm. in the moment and i truly had to realize like that didn't define me that this is my own lane I know what I'm capable of doing yeah. I may not be able to post every day um but when I do post I'm gonna do this you know so when I actually started learning my business on social media and looking at the statistics of my videos that's when I said okay 
these are the high videos on this day and this day. Okay, this is when I'm going to check my emails. This mm -hmm. is when I'm going to do this. And it made it so much easier because I wasn't bound, just to be honest, to social media or mm -hmm. to my customers. Even though I'm big on customer service, I had to create boundaries mm -hmm. um, all around when it came to that. So organization, 100%. Yeah. So it is, you know, you need to have a plan. Again, mm -hmm. go back to that recipe. You have to have that recipe, but, um, you know, you don't have to be perfect because it will just be more engaging whenever you write. And, and people that are learning to bake, if they see that it's perfect and flawless, they'll be less apt to try because they think, oh God, I couldn't do that. But if you, you know, yeah. oh, shoot, I forgot. Well, let me just go get that. You know, then they think, oh, well, look, she's, yes. not, she's not, you know, she's human. And my homemade recipes um, actually get more traction than my actual, like, art, like the cakes that I actually do. And, I'll, mm -hmm. and I did feel some type of way about that. I'm just going to be honest. I'm like, I spent hours, hours <laughs> in this pound cake I just threw it in put some icing <laughs> on it and it just it went to the roof and in my mom she was the one who told me this is because I feel when I look at this I can do this exactly exactly stuff, I can't you know so I was like okay that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah you know. so now I just do like homemade during the week and then like my techno stuff on the weekends just to have like okay I have variety so yeah, yeah. very good plan see marketing <laughs> strategy yeah <laughs> what is the difference between baking for events and custom personalized orders or is there no difference they all have this the same end result like I love the client's reaction of everything mm -hmm. Um, cause you kind of, they know what they're going to get, but they really don't know because <laughs> a lot of times it's freelance. So yeah. when I get there, I'm anxious, they're anxious, you know, you come yeah. in, like, Oh my God, it's so pretty. And that right there is the end goal for everything. But, um, um when it comes to catered, the menu's kind of set and you just know like, okay, here, 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 where with a custom cake, it's like, okay, I have a um baseball theme and you could do whatever you want I don't <laughs> I feel a little more pressured yeah pressured with that because I'm being my creative self and um sometimes everybody doesn't like your creative self but um because your style but then I have to get out my head and like they wouldn't have caught me if they didn't like my creative style because they researched it and everything mm -hmm. like that um, but I love the creative part. That's 100% the best thing. Um, so I will say that's the only difference, the creativity aspect of it. Um, but with catering, I love the clean cuts and just like the perfection of it all. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little detailed when it comes to stuff. So, <laughs> you know, it's more, it's like so technical in my head, but yeah. that's how I see it when I um, create between those two. So cool. All right. So who should um, use or who should, I'm sorry, I can't even get my words out right. <laughs> Why should a business use video? 
how would they know who you are? I know. Um, I feel, especially <laughs> I, I think that's why I was having a hard time with this question because it's like, <laughs> well, this is a no brainer, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, you know, with social media now, right? Everything mm -hmm. is right here in our hand. We want to see it. We want it now. Um, and if you don't have the product in front of you, you don't know what you're going to get. Um, and it's like those um, pleasing videos, you know, where like you see somebody cleaning carpet. You're like, I don't know why I'm watching it, but it's so it's so intriguing. I don't know why I'm watching this cake. It's so good. I don't know why I'm watching pimple popping videos. It's so good because it's right <laughs> there in front of your face. Um, and what that's the marketing strategy, right? Mm -hmm. you, you make sure your lighting's right. You make sure everything's good. You use the correct um, camera angles. Um, so using that as a business, you're selling yourself. Yeah. Um, if you don't use it, no one's not going to know you exist. I tried it at the very beginning because I was concentrating on myself, but nobody knew what, you know, I yeah. had to offer until I offer pictures. And, and I, I know um, I was telling you earlier that I uh, made some things for the whenever I go home to Pittsburgh. And yes. one of the one of the things that my grandmother had taught me, she a couple of things she had taught me to make is um, a nut bread that's called patitsa. And it's they're Slovenian. And so none of the recipes in books that I could find seem to be what she had taught me. And um, I didn't trust myself that I could do it all by memory. So I found a video of this woman from Slovenia who was step-by-step step at her little kitchen stove making this nut bread. And, and was I, it YouTube University? Uh, no, it was just oh, okay. out, out there. But, but I guess my point is that you've you really, people today are looking for that. You know, my husband's installing a TV um, mounting thing and they're looking at a video to do it. So if you have a product and service and you right. aren't shooting a video on how to do it, yes. you're doing a disservice to your customers yes. or, or you're just asking for either a bad review or a customer service call. Yeah, and right now I'm like, what, how, I, I just said to my husband earlier, I'm like, what did we do before Google, right? Because all it's, it's always like, just Google it. And then because you're going to have a video right there. And like you said, it's a disservice um, because you could find anything. And I'm so happy you found that video. Yeah, um, I know, because it was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. And um, my my cousin makes one as well. But she uses my grandmother's recipe, for, you know, and again, it's just, okay, do you have all of the, the things exactly right? And whenever you watch the little things that aren't on a sheet of paper that this older lady did made the, all the difference in, right. into the quality right. of it. So uh, what is one tool that always is in your toolbox, no matter what project that you're working on? my cake scraper or <gasps> I have a little mini spatula oh, oh, oh. um because I quickly learned <laughs> with traveling with different desserts or um you know I make little mini dessert cups or cake something's always bound to happen and with that cake scraper it can go a long way I just go whoop, and then it's like okay we're good and it, it makes me even more confident than what I am. Like when I take the cake 
cake scraper always. That's my number one tool. Yeah. It, you know, I went through all my, um, up to my twenties without having that. And then when I got, I got married at 21 and, and was able to buy my own tools. That was one of the first thing. My grandmother had the whole Wilton set of things and I was so envious. So I, I agree with you. It's a great thing to have. And some stuff you're like, what was that? How did I do this? I know without it. I even, you know, had this. Yes. Yeah, yes. What has fundamentally changed about social media industry from when you started until now? I would say videos, 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 videos. Um, on my platform, personally, I use um, Facebook. I mean, not Facebook, sorry, Instagram a lot. But I also do YouTube as well. Um, and like we were talking about earlier, like videos, want people want to see how to do it. And 30 second videos can have you have a TV mounted up really quick, right? Or have a cake just by showing um, the ingredients put together. Um, and I would say videos is the most because before it was just pictures. You, you scroll social media, you will see the pictures. You yeah. scroll Facebook, you see the pictures, but now it's all videos everywhere yeah. you go. Yeah. And the great thing about YouTube is that you could do from start to finish. Clearly right. you could pause it. You know, that's the great thing too, about videos. Yes. What did they do? Let me go back and look at that again, <laughs> you know, and uh, with the, you know, even with Instagram, you're shortened on what you can post at a time. So you have to right. do the second video, third video. So less annoying, I guess. Would yes. Be. Yes. <laughs> Well, it is time now for us to do rapid fire and rapid fire is, is just whenever I give questions to you and you can just from whatever comes to your mind. So, okay. Oh God. <laughs> what do you wish everybody understood about the work that you do? You're on your feet longer than what you think you are you're on your feet all day um yeah I, but you know it's better for your butt <laughs> <laughs> right uh, legs of steel um but you're definitely on your feet way longer and people think oh let, I need a, a cake something simple just once that cake it's like okay um and that cake could take two hours depending on what it a can decoration be. Yeah. decorations everything and then you put your husband in it and your family and a dog <laughs> running around so you have to pause you know so it takes way longer if you're in your house right yeah yeah um, so that that's it takes way longer than what you think it is you just talked about the dog the husband my next question is how do you balance life <laughs> and work um i I truly um, love organization. Um, I really do. Um, just to give a quick thing, because I know it's rapid fire. I actually have three jobs. Um, I am the church administrator and I run our eight block development. And I'm also uh, the baker, right? <laughs> and I'm a wife and I'm a mom and I'm a dog mom and boundaries and organ or organizing myself. I strategically make a plan for every single day. If I didn't, I would not be able to function. Yeah. And when I'm off, I'm like, 
oh wait hold on something's messed up in the system but you know but I make sure with my cakes they pick it up on Fridays or Saturdays because my kids get out of school I'm a hundred percent devoted to them and also my husband when he has his off days nice I always say <clears throat> there's three there's a two-letter word, a three-letter word, and a four-letter word that you need as a working mom. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. And rest. And yes. the, the last one, we working moms tend to forget. And especially if you're on your feet all the time. Rest. <laughs> rest. Yeah, 100%. We always put rest last, right? <laughs> yeah, always. You know. All right. So I don't think you are this, but you have to be on camera. You have to um, really feature your desserts over you, but you were there. How can you do that if you're a shy person or an introvert? Ooh, I think it's, I think it's more so you're no one's there, right? So you feel like you're talking to yourself where I'm not an introvert, right? Yeah. Like, I think you could clearly tell I'm not an introvert. I knew that. Um, That's what I was. <laughs> but, 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 me, but people are looking at thinking, well, look, she's this extrovert. She's just right. like got it all. And I, I can't do that. Right. And then when I get off camera, I'm like in the corner, right? Um, <laughs> But I, when I get on camera, I'm like, oh my God, this is weird. I feel like I'm talking to myself this whole time. But with the introvert, it's nobody's around. You're able to be yourself because you're just recording yourself. Yeah. Um, and it kind of, once you get off the camera, it kind of forces you to talk to people. Like when they see your stuff, like, oh, hey. Um, so I would say just the same confidence you have in yourself when no one's watching um, keep the same confidence when people are watching because nothing changed. It just the the graphic of right right of somebody being mm -hmm. a friend you change. Um, so the same person you are just continue to be. Um, sometimes we could be in our head more than we think. <laughs> even being an extrovert, but you know, have the same confidence and trust you know yourself and trust that if they're coming and talking to you and engaging with you it's something about you that they're attracted to and they love. So just yeah. keep being yourself. I always, as I'm teaching folks how to, for public speaking, I, I say, just put a picture of someone you love or your dog, something that makes you smile, uh, uh, you know, behind that camera so that right. you're talking to your dog, you're talking to, but, right. but also as a, uh, as a working mom, sometimes we talk to ourselves anyway, so it should be perfectly normal. <laughs> It should, should be fine. One hundred percent. It should be fine. One hundred percent. And we're and we're uh no introverts and extroverts. We talk to ourselves all the time, right? <laughs> we do. We do. Because I'm the introvert, you're the extrovert. So there you go. <laughs> Are there any uh, books that you would recommend for those pro, pro, uh, prospering the, um, those people that are just bursting to be the baker that you are? Um, I love me some Martha Stewart. I just, mm -hmm. I have just, <laughs> I, I love her just because, and this is just a plug. This is not sponsored anything like that. Um, I like her because I saw a lot in myself. Um, 
you know, growing up, I love DIYs. Um, besides baking, um, fashion, um, house improvements and modeling. Um, and those are one of the things that I had to learn about myself. Like, what, what should I show about myself and how should I navigate that? And I'm yeah. like, no, Martha does everything. Come on. Like, I could do it too, right? <laughs> um, so I would say, like, a lot of her cookbooks are inspiring um, because they're easy home um, cookbooks. Yeah. Um, also, the Cake Mamas, I follow them mm. on Instagram. Um, her her name is Janelle Copeland. She has her own bakery, which she actually just sold, but she teaches the business side of it. The part that we don't want to talk about, like, yeah. right, the money, what mm -hmm. we were talking about with hiring, like, you know, yeah. you're one man army, but you know, you need about five other people mm -hmm. and navigating through that. So I, that taught me a lot of things about myself where I felt like I was in a therapy session, just going through her <laughs> books and her classes. Um, and those were like the two that I would say the most, like in cookbooks, just any, any cookbooks, honestly, um, I have a lot just based on like when you first get married, everybody gives you cookbooks and stuff like your family members. I know mine did. Um, yeah. I think they're trying to tell me I couldn't cook or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, they just assume, right? Right, right. And I followed those like different recipes yeah. I found and just followed those. So for those that are techno, <laughs> I I would give them a Google Home or um, an Amazon <laughs> little thing because you just say, show me a brownie recipe, show me the pavla, <laughs> show me baklava. And and then it gives you all these things and you could look That's at pictures true. and, and, it, That's and true. you can pause it and so uh, clears the shelves of the cookbooks, although I still have cookbooks because I like to touch the uh, paper and turn the pages. Say that. I, mm -hmm. I love still touching it, smelling mm -hmm. it, and I'm a visual yeah. learner. I'm also, I have to write it down. Like it could be <laughs> right there and I'm reading it and I'm writing it down. So I'm visually looking at it, I'm writing it down and I'm reading it. Um, and that's how I like intake all my information in. Um, so I love like, even though everything is technical, yes, I love, I love just having it and it's like keepsakes that you can pass on. So you, you told us about your fail. What was one of your most inspirational bakes? My first wedding cake. I oh. felt like mama made it. <laughs> when is the wedding cake um because oh. the wedding is the wedding right yeah. everything so has to be perfect and for someone to trust me to do their wedding cake mm -hmm. I really felt like okay this is next level here nice. um yes. so that was my most inspirational hands down my my first wedding cake I'll never forget awesome. it so where do you see yourself in the next five years? Um, move over, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, really. Um, yes, some somewhere over there. <laughs> to be honest, um, this past couple months, um, just by going viral which I did not expect, um, 
it just kind of opened my eyes of what I'm capable of, yeah. you know, um, like I said, you know, in the beginning, we could be in our heads so much, but just that little thing, you only need that one second in your life that changes everything. Yeah. And that video inspired me to like, not hold back, just give it my all, you know, don't, don't overthink it, even though it, I'm, I'm still going to overthink, right? Um, but just do it just do it no matter what. Um, and so five years from now, I, I see myself, you know, continually doing, you know, podcasts, um, also inspiring, um, women and men of, you know, what they can become in entrepreneurship, whether it's baking leadership, just anything in life, because all of it ties in together, like managing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, and I've always had a passion for teaching, um so I really see myself you know just learning more about myself and my um career but also teaching others to get to that definitely definitely awesome so we'll have to keep touch on how things are going for sure yes Yes. (laughs) all right it is time now for me to warn those that are just listening to go ahead and grab your pencil paper if you have not already done it (laughs) because I'm going to share my screen and give you the contact information. So get that pencil and paper. All right. So our website is www.jcarmels.com, jcarmels.com. And Instagram is the same, jcarmel, singular. That's J-C-A-R-M-E-L. I'm going to let her talk to you about her not really a gift it is a gift if you if you go to the site and bake something honestly wonderful <laughs> and not invite us to have it but go ahead tell them about it. <laughs> go ahead and share what you have on instagram um so on instagram that's my number one platform that i use for um my baked goods i have a collaboration of videos of just showing um from point a to z of baking Mm. and just how to get there um also i have my technical stuff i kind of just showboat that um but when you go to um my youtube as well i have some things on there but everything is linked on my instagram that you can go to those pages even on my website all my handles are on there as well perfect everything so it has been so fun we have shared tips we've we've taken you from understanding that it isn't just baking it's tied to leadership it's tied to confidence and it's tied to being able to be that that person who is a go-getter that says yes and doesn't worry about perfection just goes and does it to get ahead it was such a great joy to have you on and thank you so much for having me yes thank you so much been so fun so as always i remind everybody to remember that life is a journey and it is up to you to enjoy the ride this is vicki nethling signing off Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself.
Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.